0: Hello everyone. Uh, my name is Andrew Fritz. I'm Damon Lewis. And you're listening or watching the Surf the Astral podcast. Uh, it's a show about meditation, lucid dreaming, and out-of-body experiences. And uh, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, today we have another interview, another special guest with us. Uh, her name is Allison Holly. She's an intuitive guide and ecstatic sexuality coach. Um, she offers channeling guidance Um, ecstatic sexuality teachings and workshops and public uh, just speaking just to assist you along your path. Um, She's the author of the new book, The Era of the True Creator. Um, So welcome, Allison.
1: Thank you. Hi, thanks for having me on here.
0: Absolutely. It's good to have you. Um, Yeah, so I I always like to kind of just kick it off and just see, you know, I'm always interested in how people got into spirituality, like when Mm. that kind of happened in your life and what was the circumstances, but how did you get into spirituality in general?
1: Yeah, awesome. I think um, that's, you know, such a big question, I'm sure for everybody, right? Yeah. (laughs) And um, for me, it's really interesting because I was born into a really um, pretty religious family and things like that. So I started off this way, always had this, you know, feeling of intuition and wanting to know more and and thinking metaphysically in in its own way you know christianity has that Mm -hmm. and um super abbreviated version is that in 2012 i went through a massive really intense spiritual awakening that um just you know pushed me into a lot of things that just started happening spontaneously um, and it was so intense that I couldn't really, um, it was kind of like, well, my life is going this way. And then there was just no denying that my life was going to go this way now, <laughs> you yeah. know, and um, I kind of, you know, was a super weirdo. I just actually uh, shared something about this recently that I felt very weird, but I just couldn't even help it because massive changes were running through me um so yeah it was sort of this undeniable shift that I that I went into and uh and and now I, I mean I live it every day you know from that moment forward so
0: awesome yeah, yeah. I think that that's it, uh, I talked to many people about this and there's always uh, a similar energy and everyone's kind of experience is different kind of the awakening or getting into spirituality but there's always this kind of similar thing of um, you know sometimes it could be challenging but also exciting and you know sometimes there's that ego resistance of you know oh my gosh like I don't know about going down this this road this is kind of scary and you know and then you you go down it, and you're like thank god I went down this road but <laughs> yeah, completely
1: yeah completely because it's The most authentic feeling, you know, ever it's suddenly, you know, I'd studied previous to this spiritual awakening. I'd studied, you know, with sort of a neo-shaman and things like that. So I had these curiosities, but really when it came down to it, like ego was in charge and I was living my life and I was doing it my way. And I didn't realize how much anger and control and all of those things I was just kind of living with. It was very much my norm. Mm -hmm. And then when I went through the awakening process, um, you know, like I said, everything shifted. I kind of, from the outside in, really looked very strange for quite a while because I was talking about things out of the blue. But um, once, once I really got going in that path, and even right at the beginning, it was like nothing had ever felt so authentically me. You know the things that I'd studied previous, previously with, uh, you know, the shaman and mm-hmm. and different spiritual teachings. Suddenly I I felt it and I knew it and I was experiencing it. It wasn't just like oh you know energy is this thing. I was seeing energy. I was, um, mm-hmm. you know, channeling these different, you know, beings and and it was happening spontaneously. And I was like, wow, this is real. Like. I've always known it was real, but now it's happening, you right. know, yeah. and I just want to touch on this uh, one thing too, because it occurred to me right after you asked the conver- uh, the, the question
2: mm-hmm. before
1: we uh, started this podcast, You said, do you have any questions for us?
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: just want to tell you that no, I didn't have questions because your energies are, are so peaceful and it felt mm-hmm. familiar in that sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. So, um, in a way, it's like there are less questions because we're just living in this energetic knowing, you know, this mm-hmm. place, right? Yeah. So, less questions. I can already feel you guys. <laughs> you know.
0: Cool. Cool. Cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Damon, did you have a question or?
2: Um, I have. I have tons <laughs> of questions. I was. I was. <clears throat> I was going to make one comment first, though, Mm -hmm. that I've I've noticed, and I'm noticing, talking to you, Alison, that so many people have their experience based on like an awakening, Mm -hmm. based on like some sort of sudden change. Mm -hmm. And I know there's people out there who maybe were raised as a child whose like parents were already into this stuff, and maybe raised them, and it was not so sudden. Yeah. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Like, why do you think that's so uh, so much of a prevalent storyline? Like me, like, you know, like everybody, even Andrew, like we talk to people all the time. It's always like this sudden moment that we have. Do you think it's just our culture, like our Western culture or something? Or
1: It's such a beautiful question. And it's really interesting because I literally just recorded a video on this that's going out tomorrow because... Um, in channeling, I get all sorts of insight. And somebody asked about this um, on on Facebook. They said, "How how can I have an awakening?" And mm. for some reason, it hadn't really occurred to me before that somebody would want to activate it, mm. um, or you know, I mean, right? Because the rest <laughs> of us are like, "Oh God," you know. <laughs> all right. All right.
2: <laughs>
1: or you know. I have known people who have walked into it very gently, but that is a lot more rare. Mm-hmm. And I love what you said about it's potentially the culture because um, we do have a culture that's very centered around like, uh, you know, a lot of people call it the masculine paradigm where it's very directional and it's very, it can be very controlled and, and um, you know, driving toward a goal and not really being present. And that's the key. So when I channeled and this information came through about what activates an awakening, it was really fascinating. Um, And this might ring true for the two of you, I'd love to hear, but um, in my story, I actually went through a breakup. And what precipitated that breakup was I lost my voice for about six months. It was in and out. It was pretty painful actually, like it was really uncomfortable. And I went and saw um, a sort of a naturopathic doctor who had me take this intake quiz and uh, something else that had been happening throughout that period of time was my neck kept going out. Mm-hmm. So here I am just, you know, everything's in the throat chakra.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I wasn't thinking that way. I wasn't thinking about chakras. That was like not practical, you know? And mm-hmm. um, so even though I had this, you know, a somewhat metaphysical mind, I, I really wasn't thinking that way. And um, she said, there's something that you're not speaking, you're not speaking your truth. And mm-hmm. so what that caused was, then I, I ended this relationship for reasons that I thought, you know, that going down the line, it actually wasn't the case. And it spiraled me into this, you know, awakening. But what I heard in channeling was, What often happens is there's sort of an event that's very highly emotional or something um, traumatic or nearly traumatic. And what that does is it sort of gives the mind a breaking point and it breaks the natural uh, like propulsion that we're already moving down. Like we've already got this, you know. Like we're already ahead of ourselves. We're not really with ourselves on this process. We're just really moving fast down this preconceived path. And that's all created by the mind. As you both likely know very well, like our mind creates our reality. And so our mind, if it's given just even a brief moment to a pause where things aren't happening as we expect, then it it opens up the channels. And the channels meaning it opens up different energy centers in our body because our mind is like this bully sometimes. And it can just be taking over every process. But if we just have that moment where the mind is taken offline, it's sort of startled, there's a pause, then what can happen is all of these other things can then start to shine through. And for me that's what happened you know uh, my crown chakra just like burst it open mm. and a lot of different chakras you know and and movements in my body a lot of things happened um, as a result of just that one moment where I was highly emotional and things weren't going according to plan mm. that's yeah
0: that's just yeah He's mentioned you had a breakup around that point in time and I kind of think of that and I I was like oh that's actually something similar that I I experienced as well because mm-hmm. I, I grew up in Pennsylvania and I was really desperately trying to leave my hometown and um and I was in a relationship and that was kind of naturally coming to an end and eventually mm-hmm. I decided to leave and so I there was a breakup and then just getting out of my hometown and that kind of was all around the time of my yeah. uh beginning of my awakening so it's interesting there's some similarities mm-hmm.
1: yeah 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 it's so interesting what about you, Damon? Is that something that kind of happened with you too?
2: Or Yeah, I n- not not like a specific breakup, but I I noticed that at the time of what I would call my awakening, because things were like building up over my life. I've I've had yeah. stuff happen throughout my childhood and it ramped up in my teens. And then by the time I hit, you know, my late teens and early twenties, it was undeniable.
1: Yeah. And I
2: just was trying to push it back, trying to push it back. And then it was just undeniable. And I started yeah. talking about it a lot and I, would lo- I lost a lot of friends. So that yeah. was really my breakup. And it's, it's kind of like who you surround yourself with, whether it's a mm-hmm. significant other or uh, your friends. If you were, you can't be like part-time spiritual, so to speak, <laughs> it's, it, it's tough. Yeah. And for like yeah. people, for people listening, like speaking directly to people, that's one of the reasons, honestly, that I'm doing this, talking mm-hmm. to people, it it terrifies me to make mm-hmm. myself public and open like this. Mm-hmm. But I had such a traumatic time that I want people to not feel alone, mm-hmm. you know, so, and it's, it's only gotten better because the things that I received back from it, like meeting Sampop and meeting other people it's just a Mm -hmm. thousand fold better once I open myself up if I didn't open myself up I'd still be drinking too much and doing Mm -hmm. dumb stuff you know
1: Mm -hmm. that's such a beautiful reason (laughs) you know and and it's so interesting there's just this beautiful theme for me happening right now Um, you know I teach classes and I have these different communities and I've been talking about this a lot how the more I share my story, the more I powerfully draw in my community. And there's almost no exception to this, that the people that I connect with, they say, oh my God, they're just like hungry for being able to talk about this. They're, they're so grateful that I am open about it. You know, um, I had a friend the other day <laughs> that didn't even, it was funny cause she said, you know, I was talking about star beings and things like that mm. just, and I don't even remember what, but to me, this is a normal, I've just been speaking this way, you know, from the beginning of my awakening, I, like, like you, it was like, I, I just, I couldn't really help it. It was just what I was going to start talking about. I got through the weirdness pretty early on cause it was very obvious. And so I'm talking about star beings with my friend and she said, you know, you talk this way as if it's just, it's so normal for you, but it's not normal for a lot of people. And, you know, it was one of those moments like, oh, wow, that's, that's so true. But when I do connect with people, and they've had these experiences, they're just so hungry for this honest, authentic connection where we can share our stories, you know, so... Uh
0: Yeah, I think that's the power of like spirit to spirit communication and having that validation because we're so used to people just see our bodies or just, you know, the judgment. And it's, it's, um, so when someone comes across, um, like yourself and, you know, people get a session with you, then it's, oh, wow, they see me or they hear me or Mm -hmm. they, you know, and it's that validation that's just like, I've been, I've been hungry or seeking that. Mm -hmm. And so I think, um, yeah. So yeah, I like I relate to what you said, because sometimes I get so wrapped up in, oh yeah, this is all normal, talking energy and <laughs> beings. And then your way to say, like, wait a second, how is this person going to respond? I don't know if they're, they uh... would <laughs> be like, what are you talking about, man? You okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just another day. This is all normal
1: to me. <laughs> just another day. Yeah. But so. I, I also love that there doesn't seem to ever be anything random, even those people that I get into those somewhat random conversations with and they hear me and they think i'm weird i always think uh oh like something's coming for you because this didn't come out of nowhere (laughs) right you know um even if it's not like crazy awakening there's always there's there's a recognition i think for everyone because this isn't this isn't dogma this is the essence of who we are you know we're all going to have our own unique experiences but the truth is that you know where did like this is who we are so Mm -hmm. there's always going to be that connective spark that says oh I recognize that even if the words sound foreign even if even if what you're saying makes me uncomfortable and feels weird (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. Um, there is that spark within all of us that's just like I am more than just this physical self there's more than what I'm seeing with my eyes and you know
0: yeah Yeah. Um, Allison, so I want to talk about uh, fascinating with the topic of uh, mediumship or channeling. Um, Can you maybe just talk about, you know, for people that are listening and don't really know or understand what that is, Just what is that and maybe what is it like for you to get in that state and what's maybe your experience of that?
1: Awesome. Awesome. My inclination uh, right now is to just give like a uh, an example that everyone can really feel. Mm-hmm. And so um, I know that people will be watching this after the fact, but maybe we can do this right now. Sure. Just sure. having that a brief pause. So if we can just take a brief pause.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, as we're doing that, just listen. And it feels so good. I don't want to stop it, <laughs> but I, you know, don't want to also hold up your your show. But if you know, maybe if people want to pause it and continue to do that for however long feels good. But it does feel so good to just be present and mm-hmm. just take that moment. And I feel like that's a really great way to explain channeling. Mm. Um, So predominantly what I do is channeling. Uh, To me, mediumship is connecting with beings who have passed on, who have lived lives on earth. Other people might have different definitions for that. But to me, that's what that is. Um, Channeling is an opening up and a listening to many different things. Um, Sometimes beings, sometimes collectives of beings Uh, there tends to be a lot less parameters and definitions as we go kind of in the outer realms. Mm So um, a lot of times I'll connect with just sort of a we consciousness and I'll ask him talking about and they'll say it doesn't really, it's not really something that we worry about so much. (laughs) Like if you need a name, here's a name. If you need a title, you know, here's a title. Other times it is sort of more meaningful and we can get into that. But, um, you know, so I sort of, uh, I was told early on that I'm an open channel. And being an open channel means I just get myself to the frequency and the place where I can listen. And then I allow whatever to come through is coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, We can talk about boundaries and protection if you want to, because that tends to be what people ask uh, when I say that I just open myself up to whatever, like, oh, my God, aren't you scared? (laughs) So no, I'm not, (laughs) because I go to a frequency place that doesn't have the um, polarization that we have here on Earth, right? Mm. So there's not good and bad. There's not evil. Mm. There's just the all that is. Um, That's a brief well, there you go. Boundaries and protection. <laughs> nice, <laughs> so, um, how I how I started was actually at the beginning of my awakening. I um, I went into channeling a couple times spontaneously, and it was really interesting because both times. So I'm really sensitive to caffeine. Are you too sensitive to caffeine? Because like,
2: if I drink too much, yeah,
0: yeah it's I, feel like I don't it. drink
2: it, yeah. Go ahead, Dana. Sorry, all right. I, I don't drink it at all because it's like crack. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like I am so sensitive to caffeine now, and I talk to a lot of people that after their awakening, they just can't even drink it, which is really sad. Now nobody wants to go through an awakening. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're like I like to have my coffee a little too much here. <laughs> <It's>
1: like coffee. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's so that's really interesting, David. And and for you know not that there's any rules, but I have noticed that with a lot of people. So anyway, right after my uh, awakening started, mm-hmm. I remember both times that this spontaneously happened. I'd had caffeine, which was very rare. And then I would both times I was driving and I had to pull my car over both times. Cause it was sort of like, what I would describe is like, um, when you have to go to the bathroom, and you can just, it's like, it's ringing a little bell, like, time to go pee, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, I know that's a funny example, but it actually felt like that, sort of like up in the crown area, it was just like, "Uh uh-oh, something's happening up here, and so I would park my car, and then here's the other commonality, both times I called my mom, and I was like, Ah, and just all this stuff started coming through. And the first time it was because my my grandmother who's passed on, she started coming through. So this was mediumship, but whoa, it felt so powerful. It was like, it was incredible. And it was sort of this, like, I've got a message. So I called my mom and all of this information came through. Um, And I remember I was parked in a grocery store parking lot and it was raining that day and I remember my vibration shifted to the point where instead of looking gray outside it literally everything lit up and it looked like it was just like emanating everything looked bright around me it didn't look gray it looked like yellow Um, and I remember thinking oh this is what those stories from the bible are talking about when they talk about he was lit up like a burning bush. It felt like I was on fire, but not not hot, mm. uh, just bright like that. And, you know, um, the second time it was the same, but this time what I was channeling was, and honestly, you know, so what's interesting is I've learned a lot about channeling since then, because um, when I went into these spaces, what we don't realize is that we're thinking of our words all the time. And we're actually sort of like thinking constantly. And in the channeled space, I become so deeply present that a lot of times I don't remember what I just said like a half a second ago. Mm-hmm. So I've learned, um, and other times I'm less less deep in that trance, but definitely, you know, the first couple times that I channeled, a lot of it, I don't remember what came through. I just remember the experience. And, um, but the second time there was a lot coming through, again, I was sharing it with my mom and then I I had visions and I was seeing earth changes and I was being shown, you know, what what was to come essentially, which incidentally is just a few years off. Um, It's, you know, I've been shown recently in about you know, three or four years from now, we're going to start seeing some of that flooding that I saw early on in my, um, you know, in my awakening. So, mm. you know, really fascinating stuff. But then after that, I know I'm, I'm quite verbose, feel free to interrupt. <laughs> no,
2: you're great, nope. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: so, you know, uh, I I started practicing and, and retracing my steps and learning how to bring myself into that trance meditation that, or what I now call trance meditation. Mm -hmm. And really, I just started out like doing exactly what we did, you know, just now I would, I would sit and I would listen so hard. I would listen so hard. And it was like, I would listen. And I, I describe it like this because I teach channeling now it's sort of like listening the way that you do when you're a little kid and you think there's a burglar in your house you know Uh you're just you're so focused on hearing the tiniest sound but i was listening you know for my guides and i was you know like opening myself up and i would just listen with all of my concentration and I started, I was married at the time I, I, right after my awakening, I connected with my twin flame. He's actually my roommate now. We're really good Mm -hmm. friends, but we're not married. Long story short. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, we would practice this together. And so one of us would be there with a pad and a piece of paper, uh, or I'm sorry, a pencil and a piece of paper and taking notes. And that's how slowly the information came through at first. it would be like one or two words, maybe a sentence. Mm. And um, and now, you know, in my sessions, it's much more uh, conversational like this because the channels I've learned sort of how to retrace my steps to the point where it just flows through. Mm. And I can go like navigate which uh, like how deep into the trance I get, in which realm I'm in, and different things like that. To the point now where I just record it, and yeah. then I have like a transcription software on my computer that I use. <laughs> so, and uh, and that's actually how I wrote my book. So it's just a bunch of, um, it's it somehow formed a story, or you know, uh, like an instruction manual, so to speak but it was um about three to four years of channeling about three years of channeled notes that went into a book interesting that's
0: really cool i I find that fascinating um what you know we talk a lot about like lucid dreaming and out-of-body experiences and sometimes i always like to ask people you know that maybe have been doing it for a while like okay, maybe where you started with it and where you're at now and, you know, what are your goals? What are you trying to explore with it? What are you trying to do with it? What Mm. do you have any personal goals or just things that you want to continue exploring with it that maybe Mm. you're working on now or haven't dove into? Or is that something? um, Mm.
1: I love that question because I, um, I just love that question. I don't, I don't often think about, well, what do I want to do next but I do I do actually have goals (laughs) I I mean you know I'm sure uh how far out there can we get but my goal Mm. is I really want to make strong connection with star beings and I actually want to have an experience of being on a starship while in a human body so Mm. that's that's a goal um you know I've learned a lot about uh you know where my soul was created, and you know how I incarnated on Earth, and and all of those things. And um, you know, I've I've seen it actually in dreams. I had a, a really beautiful visionary dream where I saw starships all over the sky, and it was just so beautiful. It was just they were just everywhere, you know. And then in channeling, I've been told well now, cause we're going through some really intense stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times the starships would kind of come and go and like they'd come and sort of like check up and then they'd go. And now what I'm being shown is that there are a lot of them that are just kind of here. They're just like staying within the atmosphere and they're, it's almost like they're parked <laughs> in different areas for longer. And um, I, you know, I'll just manifest this and put it out there. I'd really love to have a very visceral experience with those starships. Mm. So cool. personal goal.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Damon, I'm going to give you a chance. Do you have anything?
2: You sure. Uh, how much time we got left? <laughs> I mean, that's not the question. But <laughs> 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 I just want to make sure we're, we're- we're sort of arcing in the right direction.
0: Yeah, I got, uh, so 20 minutes, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you go, go to a psychic and yet yeah, all, all the questions you yeah. ask, how much time do I have left here?
2: <laughs> <laughs> what
0: about like why you're here, or your purpose, or I just need to know how much time I got. <laughs> i just teasing
2: <laughs> No, it's okay. I knew okay. I knew as soon as it came out, I was like, oh, God. Oh, if we could edit can that out. The yeah, I can edit it okay. out. It's
0: fine. You're good. <laughs> no, no, don't,
2: don't. Please keep, keep, it, keep it in there. A little <laughs> I think it's good
0: keep comedy. It.
2: We, don't, we don't edit much and I don't want to start now. <laughs> yeah, okay. nice. So, all right. So, Allison, maybe I'm like wanting to ask this question, but I'm like embarrassed because people mm. uh, that, the question about ecstatic sexuality, right? Yes. It's, uh, I was, I did stand-up comedy, right? I did stand-up comedy for a little while and sexuality is the thing that always gets a laugh because people are so uncomfortable with it. Whatever you're Mm. uncomfortable with, like the bodily functions or sexuality, those two things really get laughs because everyone's uncomfortable with it. So yeah, I'm probably just thinking about it. I'm like, I gotta ask this question. I gotta ask this question. because i'm so interested in it but it's it's embarrassing to ask so Mm -hmm. besides that besides putting that aside can you can you get into that can you tell me you know absolutely yeah
1: absolutely i i would love to um did you have a specific question or you want me to just dive in
2: (laughs) just what get i don't even know where to start with that i don't even know what that that even means Are you still there because your picture okay
1: i am there we go
2: Okay, yeah, I, I mean, I've heard of ecstatic dancing, obviously sex, but the, how do the two things meet up? I don't even want to know where to ask a question about it.
1: That is a perfect question, actually. <laughs> and I love that, I, lo- I love the way that you asked ecstatic sexuality, like what do those two things mean? So um, as I was channeling, and this is in my first book, The Era of the True Creator, Um, one of the main concepts that I ended up putting in that book was this download that I received called Pure Form Consciousness. And Pure Form Consciousness has three components. Um, It's basically us being fully present, but the three components that happen as a result, our hearts are open to giving and receiving love in its divine form. Our minds are clear and calm and capable of receiving. And then our, uh, our bodies are in their ecstatic state. And so when I honestly, when I heard this, this download, when I received this download, I didn't even understand any of that. So if people are listening and they're like, what is she even talking about with any of that? I honestly just, I did a video and I said, I don't know, but this is what my guides told me that this is what we're evolving into, um, pure form consciousness. And that third component, our bodies in in their ecstatic state. I've had many, many different um, experiences since my awakening where my body has been in that ecstatic state. One was uh, when I was actually very ill. This was in the midst of my dark night of the soul. Mm -hmm. And I was channeling and I was desperate. I was just desperate for information. And it's actually really helped my channeling abilities because I was just so desperate for information on how to heal myself. And so um, you know I'm channeling, I'm sitting in bed. I'd been in bed for a couple months uh, just really dealing with some stuff. and um, my my head started moving as I was channeling and it was not what I just did just now was me moving my head what was happening in this channel space was my head was moving, right? And it, it felt like if you put yourself underwater water and your arm just kind of goes like this, that's what it felt like, right? It was just going with some current that was guiding it. And so then I was like, well, I don't know, but I'm gonna keep going with this. And my arms started moving. And then I said, well, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna get out of bed. And I record, well, my husband recorded it, my husband at the time. And I ended up doing these entire dances and I, and I was crying. And again, I I felt like I was radiating this yellow light. I was so lit up and I was just, I was crying from the intensity of this energy that was moving through me. And I was receiving information about what these dances were. I later checked their actual dances, like Hindu dances and Hindu gods. It was crazy. Uh And so I was doing these dances, but the energy current was moving through me. Um, Other times when I've had this ecstatic experience has been, you know, uh, just randomly, like, I'll just be, I'll just be walking and I'll, some, some memory or thought will trigger it. And my body will just start to kind of like go into convulsions. It'll just, I'll feel it. It's like a shiver that kind of runs through me. And another time, and this was when I was on a plant medicine uh, called San Pedro. And San Pedro, I don't know if you guys have you ever done it?
0: No, what's
2: that? Uh, Yeah, I know what it is cactus. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a cactus. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I was actually um, in South America, you know, on this uh, lodge or this you know, I don't know what you call it, but there was this uh, center where they were doing, you could do lots of different plant medicines mm-hmm. under the care of shamans and a, and a master teacher. And uh, one day I was doing San Pedro and I was so full of ecstasy. And then it came through writing that moment. This is what you're evolving toward. This is what people are meant to feel all the time. And I was literally like, how, I don't, I could barely, I'm like, how do I even walk? Like, I'm so full of ecstasy, just, you know, joy and sexual energy. It feels like sexual energy, but it's not sexual in the way that we think of it, right? Because it wasn't like, it wasn't like I wanted to have sex or it wasn't like I was looking at somebody and being turned on. And that's usually how we think of this sexual energy, but it was, just the strength, this power running through my body that felt delicious in the way that it does when we're, you know, when we've got this pure, beautiful sexuality running through us. And so it was sexual and ecstatic. Um, So that's kind of like an overview of, of that. And I started teaching sexuality because after I separated from my husband, I actually went through what I call, it wasn't an awakening in the sense that, you know, my spiritual awakening was very powerful, but I did suddenly sort of get my sexuality back online. And I learned a lot about it. And at this time I was already channeling pretty um, regularly and proficiently. And I had an experience with a partner. And so later I went in and I asked, questions during channeling, like, what's going on with this? And I was shown different energy portals in the body, specifically an energy portal within the, you know, the female body or what I like to call a vulva bodied human, because female and male are much more flexible in my world. But, you know, this portal that has the capacity to reset the entire body system back to sort of like the zero point and um like like a really intense energy clearing and essentially i was shown like this is so powerful that if you activate this with someone who's not prepared emotionally and if you're not prepared emotionally then it can really be devastating and difficult to move through so all of that sort of started off this journey of teaching sexuality and um very recently, like within the past six months, I've actually really pushed myself, or felt pulled rather, to to move back into mostly um, the intuitive arts and channeling because sexuality is a powerful energy that we always have, and it's something so unique to this human experience. And yet, it's not the whole picture. It's part. It's like one part of that trifecta that makes pure form consciousness, you know? So I really wanted to go back into those other realms, but it's, it's, a, it's a current that I will never be able to let go of because um, it's sort of like being able to talk about spirituality. Like we all want to talk about this part of us that seems to be in so much conflict with our spirituality, but it's actually a portal for greater awakening, so. that was a lot no no it's great
2: it makes a lot of it makes a lot of sense and there's i don't want to cut andrew off because i know he's probably wanting to ask a question too but uh even in relationship with somebody whether it's good or bad you can have giving and taking and i don't want to go too far into it but like That's something I was learning recently over the past few years is about, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be sex. It -hmm. can be within any friendship or person you're talking to, whether you're trying to get something from somebody Mm -hmm. that's, you know, or you're trying to purely give. Mm -hmm. And it's a completely different energy one way or the other. And especially when you're in that most vulnerable situation of, 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 you know, uh, sex and and having mm-hmm. our clothes off and be feeling vulnerable in all sorts of different ways to just be giving to the other person and not mm-hmm. expecting something back. To be giving mm-hmm. in such a you know a, a, again, I'm I don't have the exact words for it, but I I know I, I really understood exactly what you're talking about in, in certain ways mm-hmm. in my own way.
1: Absolutely. And it's it's such a powerful gift that we can be there with each other, and you know we do have polarities, and we do have, and I'm not actually talking about gender. One of the the most you know just as an aside, one of the most powerful things for me, um, you know, I date all genders, and I remember when I had my first ecstatic experience with uh, someone who was you know, female born non-binary. And I was like, wow, I can have a spiritual sexual experience. And it took my Christian upbringing really, you know, like offline to recognize that I had an ecstatic experience with this person. Um, the, The last person I dated really, she's so incredible. And, you know, she would actually, it was so beautiful. We would like pray with each other and before and during and after, and we would give each other energy work and, um, and really use these gifts during the actual act. And we have, we have battery circuits that we, you know, with those polarizations, we have these battery circuits that we can give and receive and actually create this sort of ecstatic bubble with two or more people behaving in this, you know, one of the beautiful things is, is, and I just feel like there's always so much to talk about this with this, but um, I talk about entering trance states to channel and you can channel through all of the chakras. And this is something that's really beautiful. So in a sexual experience, when I was teaching sexuality more, I'm not saying that I'm never gonna do it again. Obviously, I can't escape it. But when I was teaching sexuality, one of the first questions that I would ask is Have you entered a trance state while having sex? Because that would show me how much um, people were able to be present in the moment and turn their mind, you know, just allow yourself to get into that what we call a flow state or a trance state and to be just really present and experience the energy exchange and, and to move with that flow. And then it actually amplifies It's We, we move it from, um, you know, the old way is like an electrical current where one person, you know, like you're giving and you're receiving or you're giving and you're receiving, but what actually, and there's like limited use, right? Cause we, we take from one thing and then it goes to the other. And sometimes we lose it. And that's the way that electricity tends to work. But when we move into that quantum, that quantum field, we actually generate more and more and more. You can take one moment and actually expand it into this um, experience where you're actually feeding both parties and nobody's losing anything and it generates more and more energy.
2: Yeah, Allison, let me, uh, I actually do have the words for it now.
1: Yes, um, please I'm,
2: do. I'm, I'm thinking about experience that I've had and mm-hmm. an experience that I've my friends have told me about um, where you're actually connected in a space that you can actually feel the other person's pleasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can literally connect in a way where your pleasure is there, but yeah. you also feel the other person's pleasure and it becomes a circuit. So the more pleasure you're giving them, the more pleasure you're receiving because you're feeling them. It just keeps, that's exactly what you're describing. It keeps circulating and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's not just a male, female thing to to my friends, uh, female and female, when pleasuring each other could feel the same thing. They could feel right in, in they're, you know, in the, their sexual areas, I'm trying not to be too graphic, but in their sexual areas, they could feel the other person's pleasure. They could feel their energy. And I thought, I found that amazing because, you know, male and female, you're in one person's inside the other person, right. but female and female, they could still feel it.
1: Absolutely. And that's, I love that you shared that. And that's, for me, that was such a big moment when I, had a spiritual experience with, you know, someone who wasn't uh, a male born. And I was just like, oh, thank God, because I, I am, I've, I've known this since I was, you know, 20, which actually might be a little bit late for some people, but I, I've always known that I've been attracted to everyone, you know, since that time. And, and so I'm sort of like, you know, my Christian upbringing says that spiritual is between a man and a woman. And a lot of, I mean, you know, like you look at the Kama Sutra, or you look at some of those old writings and pictures. And I remember just feeling frustrated because it's a man and like three women, like a big penis and like, you know, it's all, it's very, it's very centered around that. But the truth is that we can have this energy exchange with anyone through presence. And that was the big key. Is presence brings in the ecstatic experience. Presence brings in trance. Presence connects us to who we truly are. And who we truly are is far beyond, you know, these limited like giving and receiving. It's actually that quantum level. So yeah, I, I love that you said that.
0: That's awesome. That's I think that's a great uh tone or just a way to end things here for today. That's awesome. Um, well, Allison, how do uh, people that are maybe interested in working with you or maybe getting your book, um, how do they, um, you have a website or just where they can purchase the book and talk about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and thanks so much for asking. I just, I've loved this conversation. Yeah, me too. Um, you two are really amazing and I know bringing a lot to people and just being very open. So Thanks. thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, so let's see, where can people, I, my website is mm-hmm. Um, And you can purchase my book. It's on Amazon. It's also on my website. It just depends on how you want to purchase it. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook, and I teach channeling. So if anyone has been listening to this and they're really feeling like maybe some, most of the people that I teach channeling to or that come into this channeling course that I offer are actually already channeling. And they're like, I think I am, blah, blah, blah. You know, so I just really teach these tools to to make you confident with your channeling abilities and to get you really, really capable of accessing it whenever you want. And then the other part of that is what we were really talking about at the beginning, which is community. Like we have such a powerful community of people who are learning to channel and practicing channeling together. And it's so so beautiful because we can all be weirdos together and talk (laughs) about these incredible experiences that we're having, right? So that's a huge part of it. But I do teach channeling. Um, And then privately, I also offer coaching and I help people with their awakening processes. So I'm inspired by whatever it is, you know, on a day-to-day basis. So I'm sure I'll be teaching sexuality again soon, (laughs) but we'll just, uh, for now, for now it's more the channeling, but yeah, if, uh, if somebody's really feeling called to work with me in the realms of sexuality, I'm here. So got
0: it awesome yeah we'll link that all in the in the description and all that and put that on there so people can get a hold of you and um check that book out so i know i just got a copy coming in the mail so i'm looking forward to reading that as Yay! well so yep so yeah, allison yeah it's thank you for coming on the show and just uh had fun with this conversation and um thank you for just being you and sharing your light in the world so i appreciate it
1: thank you thanks yeah. andrew and thank Absolutely.
2: you david well, thank you i appreciate you being here
0: Yeah.
1: Thank you.
0: Everybody, thank you for uh, tuning in to another uh, episode of uh, Surf the Astral. Um, We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye.